0: Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan, nonprofit, empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. We are South Asian voices for South Asian voters. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org and find us on all social media platforms. This is Alishpa Javed, Wise Up Texas intern, and today's host. I want to remind everyone that early voting is just around the corner, starting October 24th with Election Day coming up on November 8th, so make sure to register to vote or if you move to update your address by October 11th. And be sure not to only know when you're voting but what you're voting on by setting up on your ballots for this important upcoming midterm election with candidates running from federal, state, and local offices and take advantage of online resources such as vote411.org and wiseuptx.org to stay informed. Now I want to introduce everyone to our guest today, Representative Jean Wu, who is a long-standing Asian-American Texas State Representative from the Houston area, specifically House District 137. He is currently running for re-election and will be on the ballot this November. Representative Wu was first elected back in 2012 and he has served in elected office for almost a decade. Prior to being elected, he served as a prosecutor in the Harris County District Attorney's Office, where he sought justice for crime victims. And outside of being an elected official, he is currently a attorney in private practice. Welcome Representative Vu. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
1: I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, and do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and tell us more about who you are and your job as a Texas state representative?
1: Sure. Uh I'm a uh, my name's Gene Wu, a state rep uh out of Southwest Houston, which is um Like there's Sharpstown and Gulfton sort of regions it's it's a little bit more than that, but that's the easiest to explain, Um, I have the pleasure of representing both Asia town and the South Asian district. Um, You know i've been here, uh, this is my my decade in office and um, you know I work a lot on um, issues surrounding children, whether it's um, child protective services issues or school issues or uh, even the juvenile justice system so. You know, it, it's just one of those things uh, I have a lot of other uh, interests on public policy, but I tend to focus a lot in, in those arenas.
0: Yeah, thank you for explaining that. And like you said, you've been doing this pretty much a decade. What have you sort of learned from your experiences from when you first started, like your first day to now? And what kind of things are you proud of accomplishing accomplishing within those areas that you were talking about?
1: Sure. Um, I think probably maybe of... A... <laughs> A more cynical lesson that I've learned is that it doesn't necessarily matter if it's a good policy or a bad policy. A lot of times what matters is the politics of it. And uh, a lot of times what passes bills is more or less interpersonal relationships and not necessarily whether you have a good idea or not. Because I've seen lots of people with great ideas that just couldn't sell them and just couldn't build the coalitions necessary to, to make it happen and they failed despite having a great idea. Um and I've seen people with basically terrible bills, uh terrible pieces of public policy that got it through sh- almost by the sheer force of their personality alone. So, um you know, that might be a little cynical take on things, but in the reality is policy and politics is about humans. It's about people and as much as we say we're advanced and oh we're going going back to the moon we've built supercomputers we have built the internet at the end of the day we're just cavemen and cave women um you know trading for the left remains of the carcass kind of thing um and that is an important lesson for anybody who's interested in politics that you can be a great candidate you can be an amazing person and by all accounts you should be elected but if you can't build those bridges and you can't get people united behind you none of it matters.
0: Yeah, and what sort of things do you think after learning that and building those bridges what kind of things were you able to you know accomplish and like goals that you had set out when you first started?
1: Sure, um like I said I I work on sort of like some key um uh, issues that not a lot of people work in and sort of like what I tell people to do, and what I have done, is um, sort of become an area expert in the realm of CPS, in the realm of juvenile justice, in the realm of uh, disciplinary issues for schools. I'm the person that you would go to if you had questions. If people um, have are carrying bills that deal with those areas, they'll come to me and ask me, "Hey, is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? How 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 else can we fix this?" Um, and I think that's been a really important lesson for me um in learning how to do things uh and this is what i tell people all the time when they run for office when they're interested in just getting involved in policy is don't be a jack of all trades don't be a mile wide and an inch deep as, as as we would say in the south um have some depth and Un- be an expert on something um have actual expertise on something that you're deeply passionate about that's more important than spreading yourself completely thin and knowing just enough to be dangerous on like lots of times it's not stuff that we do on the floor it's not stuff that we do in the public it's like the late evening call when another member says um hey i have a problem with um with one of my constituents that they're calling in with a cps case and i don't know what to do about it and i sit there on the for the next two hours and just answer questions and provide guidance it's those kind of things. Those It's the little interpersonal relationships that helps build coalitions and build bridges. That's the stuff that actually gets stuff done.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. That's, I think that's good advice, having that specialized area of interest and knowing what you don't know and knowing who to go to again, right. by building those relationships. Um, I Kind of wanted to switch gears to a question about representation. So, you know, being part of the Texas legislature over the past 10 years, we are now seeing more diversity in the people running for office now. Um, yes. between Samal Bajani and Dr. Suleiman Elani that we will have, um, you know, a first South Asian in the Texas State House. So, you know, what does this increase in more AAPI representation sort of mean to you?
1: Well, I, I have always in person that says representation Absolutely matters. It matters not only for your community, for them to be able to see, look, we don't need everyone to look like us, but we would like at least one person who represents us and looks like us and understands our community and shares our values um, and eats our food. And uh, when we have a problem, we feel comfortable going to them and saying, would you tell your colleagues, would you tell other people that we're having this problem? And that could be the bridge that that helps community go get to other places and, and build their strength and build their power. From a policy perspective, from a, from a more internal perspective, it is absolutely important to have representation, to have a diversity representation. Um, let me tell you, in in the last decade that I've been in office, almost every single session, uh, without a hiccup, somebody files an anti-Sharia bill, right? Somebody files an anti-Muslim bill of some kind. Um, Without understanding, by the way, the way your law is written, it would also affect Jewish rabbinical law, but the way it's written, it would also affect many different cultures and many different religions who use similar types of processes to deal with internal community matters. But there's nobody there to necessarily tell them, guys, I'm from this community, this is a bad idea, right? And those kinds of representations really do matter. When there is no one to speak up and say, hey, you're talking about me, you're talking about my community, and let me let me set you straight. Um, one of the big lessons is from, from the LGBTQ community. Right. So you saw LGBTQ rights really shoot up very quickly in a short amount of time. And we changed the public's perspective. We changed the legislative perspective. Now it's sort of uncouth. It's it's sort of unacceptable to be anti-LGBT, even among Republicans. Right. And some of that happened because community members not only got themselves elected, But they ingrain themselves into the overall community so that everybody around has seen and knows somebody or is maybe even friends with somebody who is LGBTQ, right? So it's a lot harder to pass legislation against people that you like and against people that you would call a friend. And so when that friend comes to you and says, why are you carrying this bill? Why are you supporting this legislation? It's really hard to look them in the eye and say, because I hate you? So having that extra bit of access, that extra bit of representation genuinely matters when it comes to not only getting good things for the community, but making sure the community is not discriminated against.
0: Yeah, thank you for raising those important points. I think just like you said, having somewhere there, even if you're not proposing legislation, just saying no to the ones that are harmful is is very important. And hopefully in the next 10 years we'll be we'll be seeing even more um, representation. Absolutely. I kind of want to wrap up looking forward to the Texas legislature after this election November, lawmakers will get back together in Austin for a 2023 session to make new laws for Texas. What is sort of on your mind about the most important legislative items for the 2023 agenda?
1: Well, um, as a long standing member of the House uh, Appropriations Committee, I tell everyone the only bill that matters um, every session is the budget. And the budget is the most important thing for Texans. The budget is the most important thing for the legislature. Um, I think it's been said time and time again, show me your budget, and I'll tell you what your morality truly is. When we say we care about education, we care about teachers, we care about the health of babies, we care about all these things, but if our budget doesn't actually reflect that priority, that's just lies. Those are just outright lies. OK, um, and let's let's not let's not mince words about that. If you say things are important, but your budget does not reflect that, then that is a complete fabrication. That is a complete lie. So what I plan to do um, is continue doing what we uh, what I've always done, what Democrats have always done is as prioritize healthcare, education, public safety and many other things that actually protects people uh, in, in their day-to-day lives. And we we gotta stop just like things like just thanking our veterans. I always say, don't thank veterans, actually vote to support them, right? And there's many easy things that we could do that are so uh, low key. I mean, something as simple as, hey, let's restore the service dog training fund for the Texas prisons so that Texas prisoners can train animals, service animals for our injured veterans. It's it's something as that simple. Um, it's it's not a lot of money, but you know sometimes people forget about those things. And they, if those are if things those things are important, let's do them. Um, I want to make sure our kids get fed. I want to make sure that we focus actually on mental health care. If, you know, if people say like we we we're concerned about mental health care because of mass shootings, hey, let's do something about it. Let's do more than just say things let's put money into those programs and actually fix problems
0: yeah those are you know some more issues that you raised and kind of the idea of just putting money where your mouth is to actually get those things done um and yeah thank you so- i know
1: it's a novel concept
0: you know, yeah it's simplistic but it's harder to do in practice so that you're working towards um, putting money where those important issues are. Um, and that concludes our interview. Thank you so much for joining us again today, Representative Wu. Um, again, Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan, nonprofit. We welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party, and you can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms or podcasts are available, and select episodes will air on Radio Zob and DFW please subscribe and share. Thank you for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with WISE of Tech.